1: Welcome to this week's episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sipple Jr., and I am so thankful, honored, humbled, and to be frank, quite emotional today that I get to have my father and my co-founder of the Talent Magnet Institute in the studio with me. So thank you for tuning in to this episode, and I'm very excited for you to be able to participate in this conversation with us and for us to be able to have you listening, have you watching this conversation. Thank you so much for being a part of our community. So, Dad, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Michael. I'm very, very honored to be here with you. So, what we wanted to do is ask my dad some questions. You've heard a lot from me over the last two years, but I'd love for you to hear from my father today. So, Dad, I'd love to talk with you and have you share with our audience what the Talent Magnet Institute means for you. Kind of walk us through a little bit of the history in your mind and the heart that has brought this to life. Yeah.
0: Uh, Michael, we have to go back to a time very similar to the times you are going through right now with the pandemic. Go back to right after 9-11. Our business took a big hit, like most businesses at that time uh, took a big hit, and we invited a consultant friend of ours, Chuck fit in to help us rethink our future, and Chuck invested a year with us, just working with us on re-strategizing, rethinking, and that's where the vision of TMI came from, is. Looking at things that we've always done for clients and helping them not only do our flagship search work, but also other strategy, tension, succession planning, other key leadership issues that our clients had and that we were able to add value in helping them with. But as Chuck said, we had to think about monetizing that in some way. And so then it was just part of our service. So the vision became real in 2002. Chuck also said to me, "Uh, Mike, this is not a good time for you to champion that. And at the time, we didn't have a champion because we were focusing on reengaging in our search business. We had consultants, including you, came on board at that time. And for the last 20 years, we've been blessed to have our search business growing to the point where we didn't. Find a champion, and until again, till we found you in that area a couple of years ago, and you had the passion—not just the vision, but the passion for this. So, with the help of our board of advisors, saying it's time, and with your passion of saying, "Yep, I agree," we and you launched the business segment, and it's been wonderful fun—fun fun for me watching you to both develop and start growing this to better help our clients, our ever-changing clients.
1: Yeah. So as you think through decision-making, I've been telling people, Dad, it's been 19 years in the vision, and it's been about seven years in the strategy, right? So we brought on another faculty member, so Chuck Proudfit that was referenced as a faculty member of the Institute. Essentially what the Institute, what we have done is taken all of the incredible consultants that we've had the opportunity to serve with, and we've asked them if they would be a part of what we're creating. Some individuals have been executives inside organizations that have caught the vision years ago that knew that you wanted to do this, that people that you had talked to and had conversations with and... Many of them raised their hand. We had one gentleman who said, hey, when I retire, I'm going to be on your team. And now he's been on the team for almost two years, Don Frerich. So I was sharing with someone last night, Dad, I was on the phone and having a conversation with a leader, and the discussion was that many of our faculty, you and I put a list of people together, formal list, five or so years ago, and we filed for the incorporation for Talent Magnet three years ago. So we were planning and planting seeds and the Lord was planting seeds in our heart and mind to help us do this, to highlight relationships. Also, customer needs. I know that you've had conversations with some of your close friends about like this diversification. For us, it's a business line extension. It's an organization launch. It's now its own entity. So Centennial only owns a percent of the Institute. It's its own business with outside investors. And many of those investors, four of them are clients of ours. One of them is a couple who have been friends of our family and a part of our Centennial team for many years. Share with me what that means to you. Um, Michael, I have to go back. First of all,
0: you know, with us, with our company being in business 45 years, it means the faithfulness of our great God and the faithfulness of my Lord Jesus Christ. All the way through this, you are talking about emotions, just the thankfulness of the blessings that our company itself has always received Yeah, we've worked hard and everything, but we know it all comes from our Lord, including the advisors, the consultants, the wonderful leaders that God has brought into our lives for all these years. I mean, some of these go back 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And some of these now, after 40 years, are members of the Institute. That's overwhelming. It's amazing. And again, I'm just thankful for you for implementing this, but most of all for the blessings that God continues to provide as we serve Him and we serve our business and our clients and our community. That's very, very emotional, but also very exciting.
1: Yeah, so as you hear our tagline, reframing success and leadership, I've grown up with a father who has spent as much time Talking about the human lives that he interacts with versus the business and revenue that's generated, right? A very purposeful, a very heartfelt, heart focused leader that I've had the opportunity to be mentored by. And the apple didn't fall far from the tree. You've heard me bring up my grandfather in the past episodes. And I have a family who loves people, right? People ask about what motivates us with the Institute and what motivates our heart. And you hear that we're very purpose-driven and we care about you, the listener, the client, the friend that we get the opportunity to meet. We also talk a lot about helping leaders succeed in relationships, work, community, and life. And one of the feedback points that we get quite often is most business institutions are trying to help other businesses be more successful in business. And a big differentiator here is that we want you to succeed in relationships, community, and life, right? Throw every success you have out for work if you lose everything else. And, Dad, I think it's fair to say that we've had countless conversations with leaders who have won everything work-wise, lost everything personally, or have so many struggles and regrets, and we don't want our members, we don't want the leaders that we serve to have regrets going forward. You're always going to have regrets from your past, and there's going to be things come up. Our goal is to help people succeed in those and be able to have a relationship conversation. We've had counselors on. We've had marriage coaches on. We've had other relationship coaches. We've had folks dealing with mental health and addiction and all executives who wrestle with these conversations. We want to be here for you in those two because those are the things that we feel like God's really called us to be open about and to share and to learn and to grow and to hear executives talk about. You heard in the episode with Joe Moats talking about the amount of baggage leaders carry in their backpack, right? and the things that we don't need to carry with us that we can release from ourselves, but we don't. We try to pack that on and take that on too. Dad, I'd love for you to share a little bit about the personal side, right? Because I think you it's fair to say that many of the listeners who know you would say that you've been living out your ministry through helping professionals navigate personal challenges and struggles that they face michael i believe that christ has put
0: me here and put me here in this world designed me to help people and in our case in our business key leaders to be more successful in their business and in their personal lives and their careers part of it tony evans some of you may be familiar with tony evans tony evans came into my life uh, 35 years ago. He's a African-American pastor in uh, Dallas, Texas, as the Urban Alternative, he had a huge impact in my life. I heard him at Promise Keepers 35 years ago talking about being a godly, successful business leader. And at that moment, 35 years ago, that was my... Focus is being a successful business owner and leader. You know, that day changed my life because he said, That's great. But more important than that was being a godly, successful father, dad. And more important than that was being a godly, successful husband. And even more important than that was being a godly man. And from that day till Today, 35 years later, I've been focusing on starting with being a godly man, then a godly husband, then a godly dad. Now I had godly grandpa, mm-hmm. papa, and then a godly business leader. And I think those are the right priorities. They've been focused on my priorities. Um, I thank Kim and many other mentors, coaches, many who have worked with me directly one on one, and some like Tony. Who I've never met, but I've heard and what the impact that they've all had on my life so that I can help others be successful in their life.
1: Yeah, and it's one of the things, Dad, that we've been striving to do. So in building this community, right, that we know I've been influenced by people I've never met, but that I follow because I believe in their message and We hope the same here, that certainly we're going to be serving people that we can meet in person. But there's also going to be people that are members of this community that are hearing from experts. So if you look at our faculty, our team members, our consulting team, part of the goal is to really elevate their message, their work, tied into our beliefs around leadership and proprietary content from the Talent Magnet Institute, which is also a lot of content from our search firm that has 45 years. My dad just celebrated his 45th year in May, 45 years of research and development. Our R&D comes from an organization that serves organizations, that listens to organizations, And serves people most importantly, and serves and works with leaders most importantly. So, the influence and opportunity of what we're embarking upon is a lot of what we've heard and where the real needs are, right? The content that we discuss. This isn't just about work, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't about your identity tied into work. This is about your identity as a human as a people leader, as a father, as a grandfather, as an aunt, as a mother, as a grandmother, as a friend, as a spouse with your significant other, and how that influence shows up in your culture, right? How your culture influences your personal relationships at home. What we're learning here around building teams and building into others and being a advocate for those that are around you and helping people feel valued and trusted and understood. That's what changes lives at work and that's what changes lives in your personal life as well. So Centennial has always been about connecting business leaders with the resources they need to succeed in their careers, into their business, their careers, and their personal lives, right? That's been our tagline since I started here. And every time we try to move away from it, we come right back to it because that's what our clients say that we do. That's what our relationships say. The other thing, Dad, I was sharing just yesterday with a client. I had a couple client conversations yesterday. People are getting excited about the institute. We're hearing yesterday, we were on a call with a learning executive their HR executive and the CEO, talking about our platform and talk about humbling. When an organization like that sets up a meeting to say, how can we partner with you in your platform to help our people grow? And not just our executive team, but our people. How can we put our people on this platform of the Talent Magnet Institute? But one of the things that I was sharing and they picked up on is that so much of this is specifically designed because it's what our clients said they need. It's what our research says people need. It's what we know individuals need. And we hear a lot running a recruiting firm that, you know, we can't find the right people, right? And if any of you have worked with us, you know that finding people is only a tip of the iceberg. Retaining those people, investing in those people, helping them become their best to help you achieve what you're trying to achieve. That's the rest of the story, right? And so much of what we're doing, the offerings that we're making, they were asking, we were sharing, we kind of have a little menu of options of where our faculty gets deployed. And every single one of them have been requests from clients, right? Or things that we know we're going to need. And So it's just been a labor of love, a labor of research, and it's been an extreme honor to be on this journey with my father for, I celebrate my 20th year coming up and for 19 years. And here in my 20th year, we're launching an incredible extension to meet your needs as leaders. So dad, thank you for being on this journey with me. Michael, again,
0: it's been an honor for me. That's been fun watching the business, but especially watching you grow as a as a leader. Again, not just a leader here with TMI and Centennial, but as a leader at home with your children, our grandchildren, and with your wife, Amber, and you know how special she is and how much of an impact she is to you as a wife and to us. We love her so much. I will share with the audience that Michael is not in this role because he's my son. He's in this role because he's earned the stripes for 20 years, doing everything that's needed with any business, learning from day one and doing everything in the business to help us and help our clients and help our team to get to the leadership role that he was able to start a new business service. And now another segment with the Technology side. That's another service we've been thinking about for many years. We always have to be adaptable to the marketplace and no better time with leaders thinking about working more from home. We're all thinking that how do we best serve our clients and how do we best serve our families and ourselves in the office at home? And now having a service that we can leverage that. And helping them wherever they are, whether they're at the office, whether they're at home or on the beach, they can still learn to be a better leader for their business and their personal lives. That is uh, extremely exciting. And uh, again, uh, uh, we're here to meet the needs of the marketplace, and I believe this will continue doing that.
1: So we're going to take just a quick break. We have a message for all of you that are listening, and we will be right back with you. Okay. Dad, thank you for joining me back for a second session here. So, as we move into this, I think it would be very encouraging to hear from you to share with our listeners and our audience, what do you think they can do to lead well right now? To lead well right now? And all of the things that you're hearing and all the things going on in our world I think with any of us,
0: again, about 35 years ago, I also heard a speaker, gentleman by name of Zig Ziglar, and speak about again how to be a better leader, and it starts with ourselves. Key that day, at that moment, 35 years ago, I spoke about reading and books, but had nothing on my bookshelves. And Zig Ziglar that day shared. That five years from now, any of us that to that day I took it personally, I will be pretty much the same person I am five years from now that I am today, except for what I read, what I want and who I listen to, and the people I meet and associate with. And that day I took that very personally and seriously. And anyone who knows me now, I'm in the process of giving 10 boxes of books away. I've got plenty of books. But I believe that saying more than ever, we have to start with ourselves. Other people start with ourselves. And how can we be better leaders? Again, not just in business, but our families and our personal lives. And then how can we take that and impact
1: others in our family or marketplace? Uh, that's what I would start. Thank you so much. I think one of the aspects is that's the kind of coaching I've received over the years. The other part is surround your back to you are who you listen to and what you learn from surrounding ourselves with great people that you've always had incredible advisors, coaches. You know, I was joking with Don Frerichs. He did my first 360 about two years into my career. And here he is now. He and I are working with organizations doing 360s with their leadership team. But you've always surrounded yourself and I'm grateful that I've learned that that's a really good thing, and we've got to surround ourselves with great people.
0: Yeah, Uh, Michael, two things real quick. John Maxwell, one of his teachings is that we're all leaders, which simply to him means we all influence others in our lives. And so I think that's really key. The other part, frankly, the older I get, the more selective I am on who I listen to, And who I take advice from. I think God's word is very clear to seek wise counsel. And I've always sought counsel. But today, I'm just more selective on who I seek it from. Mm -hmm. And then also trying to only give advice when asked. Yeah. As leaders, we need to be looking at ourselves first. How can we improve
1: our lives? and then help others improve their lives. Yeah, and there's so many. My dad and I have had lots of conversations about a couple of recent podcast episodes and also just about what's going on in the world around us and our belief. I think both of us come to it of love people well, be a better listener, and focus on ourselves first. Focus on our heart, our approach, our challenges first, and turn to wise counsel to seek advice, guidance, and wisdom. And that has certainly helped me over this year. We had planned halfway through 2020, we would be launching a digital platform. Never did I think that we would be launching a digital platform in a time where I feel like every organization that we're talking to is asking how to deploy content to their people during a pandemic, and that's all across the world. We work with a lot of companies in Europe and throughout the globe, throughout the U.S., and everyone's being hit with the same request. So I know that's not by us. I know that every relationship that's come in To this team, every relationship that's come into this community, every relationship that's asked us, made a request, how we can help, been referred to us is not by our doing, but by God's. And us doing, living well, serving well, being well, practicing what we preach, practicing what we share, practicing what we hear, and that we're actually listening to our guests and learning from our guests and understanding from our guests point of view and we hope that you'll all take that same approach listening to the content gaining the insights and then coming back and asking us hey can we go deeper on that topic that thing you brought up that discussion that you had really resonated with me it was one of our team members Aaron Bledsoe says i'd like to double click on that and go a little deeper so please interact with us on this platform. Engage with us on this platform. You can go to talentmagnetcommunity.com and learn more about the actual leadership communities that people are joining now. You can also go to talentmagnetpodcast.com to go to our podcast website and right on the website, you can click and send us a message. I'm excited. I wanted to reveal today that even my dad doesn't know this, that we're going to be doing some series together around succession, around family business, and around learning, right? This is the first time, Dad, that you've been in the studio. It is not easy to lock this man and I into a room together (laughs) with our schedules, but he was able to take me up on my calendar invite this morning so we could bring a little bit of the history to you as we're launching into just two weeks away when you hear this episode or when this episode was recorded, we were two weeks away from launch. So we're going to put this up on our platform. So this video lives there as well. And again, we hope that you'll enjoy the journey. We're going to be bringing so much insights and heart to our members, our soul purpose is to help you lead yourself and others well, to help you succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, and to help you reframe the definition of success in your life and for the lives around you. Dad, can you share with our audience just a couple of your parting thoughts? I can feel you thinking. Hmm. Michael,
0: what comes to mind right now is, again, we seek wise counsel. For me, that wise counsel has to start with the Word of God. And in Romans 12, especially in the world today, I'm just speaking personally here, Romans 12 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the Word of God. I know I need God's wisdom on a daily basis, consistently. That's where I've got to start from. Otherwise, I know I'm going to be conformed to the world that we live in uh, part, so that's the biggest thing just to we have a business that we've been blessed with. I have a son, not just the CEO of TMI, but also more importantly for me, by far is just I couldn't ask for a better son, just very thankful and just thankful for to God for all the wonderful people that Uh, not just has sent, but continues to send our way that we can help them in some way make an impact in their life. Yeah, and that's exciting. And I'm excited, very excited for the future and being a resource now just to help you in any way, help our team, help our business, continue to help others.
1: Yeah, yeah. So to those who have sent us notes for leaders, I have had so many random I say random, quote, unquote, friends call, pray with me, send me an encouraging note. Just this week, Chris Lewis gave me a card. Chris Lewis, you've met her. She's my executive assistant and really my right hand. Just gave me an encouraging note, right? That we got this. Go get it. Here's where we're going. And, As we all know, it's not easy bringing a vision to life. I'll tell you to be patient with yourself, be patient with others, and listen to those around you. Our family, my children, my siblings, my in-laws, my own parents, my beautiful and amazing spouse, and then all of my friends that have been walking with me on this journey, encouraging me, providing guidance wisdom, our clients, the people who are calling saying, you know, I want to learn about this community thing. I want to be around people to help myself grow and elevate. And I want to be the best ambassador I can be for those around me, not just at work, not just my employees and team, but even in my own home and in my own community. And we're getting calls. We're getting and the leaders that we To be frank, we've prayed for that we would move spirits and hearts to say, you know what? I want to do better, and I want to be in a community that's focused on helping me do better, and no matter what topics that might look like with relationships, work, community, and life. So I want to thank all of you listening today. I want to ask you to consider to look into the Talent Magnet community. You can go again to talentmagnetcommunity.com reach out to us, ask us questions, send us an email, schedule a phone call. Let's start working together and working with you and your teams, people who you believe that you want to invest in. Now, Dad, I was talking to a leader last Friday and his comment was, we've had to let people go, right? We've had to go through some rounds of layoffs, Mike, and I need a Partner to help ensure the people who I still have know how much I value them. And I need to invest in the people we did not want to go through layoffs. We didn't want to have to manage through furloughs. But right now, what I feel like I can most importantly do is ensure the people I have know how valued they are. And those are the kind of leaders that we want to attract. Those are the kind of leaders that. We would love for you to refer to us to make an introduction. Those are the kind of leaders that we're so fortunate that God has put in our path. So, Dad, thank you for joining me, and I look forward to our next conversation. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode
1: and help spread the word by leaving a review the talent magnet institute podcast is powered by centennial a talent strategy and executive search firm and the talent magnet institute you can engage with us at talent magnet i on twitter or talent magnet institute on linkedin and facebook please communicate by using hashtag talent magnet find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe rate and leave a review as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Sound Press, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios, and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Zippel Jr. Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.